up to you. The ball's in your fucking court. No more fucking around. You want your life to be better? I can't help you. Lee can't help you. Joe Rogan can't help you. Ari can't help you. God can't fucking help you. Only you can fucking help you. Grab your fucking balls, get a fucking notebook, and write down what the fuck you're going to do this year. And this is it. You're not going to have these problems. Fuck the drugs. Fuck the cigarettes. Fuck that dumb bitch. It all starts fucking today, all right? No more fucking excuses. That's the fucking... This is the year of the fucking soldier. It's 2015. We're going in like fucking Marines. You understand me? 2015, we're getting back what belongs to us. And that's it. No more fucking around. Play the national anthem, Lee. I'm sick of these motherfuckers. Let's go the good one, too, with shoots and fucking people missing legs. I want to hear the good one, Lee Syed. It's over. We're fucking Americans. I'm sick and fucking tired of your bullshit. If you're not sick and tired of your bullshit, and you're not sick and tired of society's bullshit, I can't breathe, put your hands up. Every fucking day, there's something different. You're a fucking American, motherfucker. You don't want to get shot? Don't get fucking pulled over. You don't want to get fucking shot? Don't fucking do something wrong. All right? I don't want to get fucking shot. I don't even shoplift no more. But that's me. You're a fucking American. It's January 5th. It starts today, you fucking maggot motherfucker. <laughs> Stop blaming everything on everybody. And fucking American society and the fucking iPhone. Fuck you and the fucking iPhone. Fuck you and fucking Facebook. Fuck you and social media. It's all about you, you dumb motherfucker. Get up, grab your balls. Hug your wife. Kiss the kid. Pick up the fucking dog. Stop it. Stop it. It's not all Obama's fault. You don't want a bowler? Take your vitamin C, you dumb motherfucker. You don't want ISIS to fuck with you? Stay in New Jersey. But stop your fucking crying. You're a fucking American, you fucking douchebag. Start acting like it. That's it. You're a fucking American. Motherfucker. And here we go. Yeah, buddy. I think we're back. Back. Back again. February 13th? 13th, that's right. Almost President's Day weekend. Day. Yep, you're going to be eight. You look older, dude. Yep. You're getting got old. His, got his mohawk with lightning bolts on the side of his head. Rob haircut. doesn't have COVID. I do not have COVID. Went and got the test. No. Yeah. I was just a little sick last week. Got the test to be on the safe side. That is a uncomfortable thing. Is it? Yeah, they, they have the tiny, it's not quite a Q-tip, it's just a, it's like a, like a Q-tip, yeah. the long cotton swab, and they go, they go deep, like about poke your brain. It doesn't hurt, it's just a really weird sensation, and then they twist it, and then they hold it in there, I think like 10 seconds, and they, they kind of twist it around to gather any of the cultures. It mm. is a super weird sensation. Wow, okay, yeah. yeah. So, uh, I'll, uh. Hopefully one that I will never experience, but it'll just be one of those cultural things that, you know, we'll look back and I'll be like, yeah, I never got tested for COVID. You know, I, I wasn't gonna, but I, because the reason I did it, saying, well, let Z do his thing here. The reason I did it is, because uh, I'm stubborn enough, like, you know, I was feeling under the weather. I wasn't terrible, but I was not feeling great, you know, sore mm-hmm. throat, sinuses. I was really run down, like just tired of shit, you know, yeah. and, uh, but I could push through it. You know what I mean? Like, fuck it. I'm not going to be a pussy. I can go to work. Right. You know what I mean? But yeah. I was like, wait a second. Do I want to be that guy? You know, like, in this day and age, if because, like, dude, if I would have showed up to work and ended up having COVID, like, it would have shut our our operation down <laughs> the way our company works because I would have exposed all these people and then they would all have to been out for two weeks. Like, it, I was like, all right, man, I don't want to go do this, but I think the responsible thing to do is... yeah. 
<clears throat> let's go do this. So. Yeah, well, there you go. Got tested your second time, right? Haven't you been tested? No, no. I oh, mean, you just did the antibody. I did test. the antibody okay. test. Okay. You know, a few weeks back. Just to see if you had had it before. That's yeah. right. And then, uh, That's right. and then, you know. But anyways. All right, Pokemon, Pokemon update. update. Let's get the Pokemon update. We got some. We're gonna talk about some life hacks on this podcast at some point. I don't know if Z has any life hacks he wants to share with us, but no. Okay. <laughs> so Pokemon update. What do we got, dude? Tyranitar. Yes. Tyranitar. He's got that Lego one that he made it's out there. So, mm-hmm. um, and it evolves from Pupitar. It's um, the stage two. Uh, it has one hundred sixty hit points. It's a darkness type. Mm. Its attacks are Raging Roar and um, Dark Mountain, which does one hundred fifty plus damage. Oh. Its weakness is fighting type, which does 20 more damage. Its resistance is psychic, which does um, 20 less damage. The thing says, if it rampages, it knocks down mountains and um, buries rivers. Maps must be redrawn afterward. Cool. Sounds like Godzilla. Pokemon Godzilla. Mm-hmm. You don't want to wake him up and piss him off. This guy is. Now that I heard that he knocks down mountains, he is strong. I know that he's super strong. Now. Heck yeah. So, what else, man? You had Valentine's Day party this week mm-hmm. on Friday. They got to make root beer floats in class. That's awesome. Well, yeah. we didn't make them. The, the teacher just um, poured some root beer in cups and then put well, a scoop ice cream in there. The pejorative, they, you, whatever, you know, the class did. You got to see them made, freshly made. Oh, yeah. And also, just one more thing about the Tyranitar. Okay. It's rare. Oh, well, that's awesome. That is cool. And, uh, yeah, I know we were driving to school yesterday, and I was telling them, like, dude, you are so, like, the little Valentine's Day parties. Like, those are the things that you can't, you're not getting those virtually. Nope. Like, you know, that that's the thing that school provides is so much more than just shoving information in the kids' heads. And I was like, man, you're so lucky that you get to do this because, like, there's, there's places... There's a lot of schools where, that are yeah, not lot, going on. Yeah. Just virtual nonsense. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, there's just whole areas where it's like, yeah, the school district is like, no, we're all virtual. And it's like, holy shit, dude. So, but anyways, yeah, you got to do that. And... I think that's about it, man. Just getting ready for your eighth birthday next week. Do you feel older? <clears throat> yeah. I feel excited. Heck yeah. It's there is fun. a lot of Legos and stuff that I really want. <laughs> so, we'll see. I'm sure you'll have a good birthday. Mm-hmm. And then he's got his birthday Maybe. party on Saturday. I might just might have a good there's like a one percent chance. Mm. I think there's about a point five percent chance that you won't have a good birthday. Yeah. I think mm. there's a ninety nine point five percent chance that it'll be awesome. And if you don't, it'll be your fault. Exactly. Because you did something <laughs> that's like, man, now we have to punish you, and we can't have fun on your birthday. So, as long as you're cool, you're in control of it, buddy. Then you're gonna have a great birthday. And then we've got the annual. Nerf gun extravaganza. This will be the third year in a row we're having a 
Nerf gun themed party. The third? So, yeah. You've been here for all of them, I've yeah? I've been here for most of them. I think all of yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. The first one was what we had here, and it was... Then we did one at the... Did one at the gym. gym. Yeah. No, and dude, it's, yeah, that first one was, like, it was supposed to be a Nerf gun party, but when all the adults started getting involved, like, that thing turned into, like, a giant battle, man. Yeah. Everybody had a shit ton of fun, mm-hmm. and that's why we were like, oh, let's do it again at the gym, and yeah, the kids were having fun, and I remember one of the kids was... Came up to me afterwards. He's like, "This is the first Nerf gun battle I've ever been in." I'm like, "Oh, awesome, man! Good." So, yeah, Nerf gun battle royale. Yeah, we're gonna do it again. Do it again. So, right on, buddy. Well, thanks for the update. Okay. Cool. Thanks, dude. We'll see you uh, when we're done. Okay. I don't think he was quite ready to get up this morning. No. No. I think the dogs woke him up and he was gonna go see Rob. Did he just wake up when I got here? Oh the yeah. The dogs barking woke him yeah, up. Gotcha. Yeah. So I think that's why he's a little. Takes him a while to get moving. Well, he's just in an interesting mood right now. So he's always sort of in an interesting mood. He's an interesting kid. He is. He has several interesting moods that okay. he goes between. So yeah, but uh, so anyways. What do we got? Oh, I had, uh, you know, Joel Jameson, the Morpheus mm-hmm. guy. I had him on the BJJ Strength Training Podcast Did this you? week. Yeah. So That's cool. It'll release next week, but I had him on for an interview. Nice. So, yeah, he hit me up for a pair of pedals. And so I was like, yeah, man, I'll hook you up for, with some pedals. And, um, but I, and then I was like, yeah, I just started this new BJJ Strength Training Podcast. You know, if you ever have time, come on it. So... He's like, yeah, I'll come on it. Like, all right, man. That's cool. Yeah, I got like, I didn't tell him I've only got like fucking twenty people that listen to it so far, but I get the right. impression that he's pretty cool. He doesn't care, you know. He's he likes to get the info out there. Yeah, put out good info. Yeah, yeah. I've been back, um, getting back in the habit of using my Morpheus again. I got away from it for a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I've been getting back into it again. Just keep That's an good. eye on it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a good tool. It is. It just kind of. <clears throat> I, I like it just to basically basically just kind of monitor my health. That's it. And, you know, like, okay, is something going on here, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. That's, that's why, I, that's like one of the main reasons I like it. Well, that's what he was saying yesterday is like one of the big mistakes people make. Well, they make two. One is they use an HRV monitoring device that is monitoring their HRV like all day or like at random times through the night or something. And he's like, you know, if you really want to see, get a baseline or, you know, something you can compare it to, you have to do it like we do with the Morpheus, where in the morning, usually around the same time every day, you're going to sit there without anything else going on for a few minutes and monitor your heart rate. And that's going to give you, that way you're not, you know, you know, if you're, if you think about something stressful, it'll lower your HRV. So if you're participating in like HRV during, um, activity is a little tougher to discern so but a lot of these you know like the apple watch and you know a bunch of these things that measure your hrv that's how they're doing it you know and so they're not really giving you a a a really usable number they're just giving you a number makes you feel good because you're monitoring your hrv but i think that's how like the whoop strap works works too yeah yeah all those you're getting he described it as noise. Like that's what it is. It's not really a clear signal of what's going on with your HRV. 
because there's so many other things going on that it's really just kind of noise. Yeah, it's noise. You're not comparing apples to apples on a yeah. daily basis. Yeah, You're just yeah. wearing that thing, collecting data. Yep. I mean, what are you really comparing it to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, so, but that's like the first mistake. And then the next one he said was that people tend to look at that number and think that that's a predictor of how I'm going to perform today. So if it's green and, you know, great, then I'm going to, oh man, I, I'm unstoppable. And if it's red and low, then it's like, holy shit, I'm going to perform like crap today. And he was like, that's not You see, that, that's sort of the trap I had fallen into. Yeah. You know, uh, accidentally. And it's, I got, so I got away from it for a while. And now I'm getting, I'm getting back into it with a new mindset. Yeah. And. I mean, you still, you know, he said like that, it, it matters, right? So like if you're. If you can, you know, if you red, if you're red and you had like a hard training day, I guess like particularly in the gym, right? Like your skill training, like doing jujitsu. So if I, if you wake up and you're red and you've got jujitsu and you've got strength training planned, then maybe like moderating your strength training on some level to reflect that wouldn't be a bad idea. But that's not saying like you shouldn't train that day or like you're gonna perform like crap. It's just, and you could still do what you're gonna do. It's just. The next day, well, if it's red again, well, now you're starting to see a trend. And it's like, it's that trend that you're looking at more than like any one day in particular. And so, uh, but yeah, that is the the trap people fall into. They look at it and think that's a predictor of performance when it's just, it's a number to use to help you know where is your body sending energy, right? If, if your HRV is lower than normal, then you're still energy is being directed to recovering from stress and if it's higher than normal well your body may have extra energy to be able to put into more training and so it's uh you know it's just a tool but it's pretty accurate tool you know for example i got a real real recent example um so you know last weekend i was you know a little sick and under the weather but prior to that so the weekend before we got done training that Sunday and dude my like my knee was hurting my surgery knee and not the joint but like right where one of the screws are mm. right where the lower screw is dude and it, and it was agitated after like yeah I remember even after Saturday training I sensed it and felt it went and trained Sunday and dude I got done training Sunday and woke up Monday and it was all swollen and dude it was tender to the touch like all week like if my dog bumped it or something it hurt like a motherfucker. Like I had to keep the dog away from it, and was real mindful of it. Mm-hmm. You know, didn't the function of the knee and shit felt good. I was like, fuck, I didn't know what was going on. I didn't because I didn't. Nothing really happened in training. It didn't get tweaked. You know, I don't remember like slamming it on the mat or anything. I was like, dude, what the fuck? You know? Yeah. So I, and then I started. <clears throat> then I started getting sick on like Wednesday, Thursday, and uh, so it just comboed those things. But I saw like when my body was dealing with this, I seen my HRV like drop, my recovery score. Just you know, it's. It like it's a good tool to see that like because you sometimes you'll think like man do I feel fucked up is this hurt yeah. we're stubborn enough we can ignore shit but when you when you see that data too to back it up like oh no I'm not just imagining things yeah yeah but, but uh, on that note so I think I went and saw Jenna um, it's very likely that my screw is starting to work itself out of the bone. Get out of here. So I, in the way it feels right now, even after training yesterday, um, I'm going to have to keep an eye on it, but uh, I'm leaning towards, I'm probably going to have to go get that screw pulled out. I guess it's, it's pretty common. Like if it's, you know, someone after an ACL surgery or reconstruction, 
that you, if you're still really active and your legs are all twisted in funny positions that that screw will eventually kind of mm. work itself out and it's yeah. not a big deal like it's the structure of the tendon's still good the knee still you know i don't have to reduce activity and even if i go get it removed um the only reason you really got to take it easy for, for a couple weeks maybe is just basically because you got an incision you know it's not yeah. it's, it's definitely not like a recovery hmm. surgery process so but the way it's feeling right now dude i went and got dry needled and you know there's sometimes dry needling can be very uncomfortable seeing in certain areas dude she put a needle right basically in that screw motherfucker did that hurt dude. <laughs> like i broke into a sweat like goo like whew, dude I, oh my god that was like the it band is usually pretty rough when that gets needled and different things when you got injuries dude right there oh my god that, just thinking about going to do it again is daunting like it <laughs> fucking hurt dude that's it, but yeah. So, Did yeah. it help, I guess? Yeah, it seems, uh, it seems like it's helping. You I mean, know? that's the thing. If it's helping... It's, it's worth it. It's yeah. worth it. You know, a little bit of um, discomfort. It does seem like the swelling went down, kind of the, some of the fluid dissipated after that, and that's it wasn't good. as tender to the touch. Yeah. It's a bit after training last night. Like, it's, you know, because that's a common place for people to put their hand, too. Yeah. You know, I really got to watch when people are like knee slice passing that way if that leg gets smushed, mm. and then they try to slide their shin over, over the knee. Motherfucker. Yeah. So I, I, <laughs> I've been forcing it. Last night, I was forcing everybody to this side. <laughs> yeah but uh, yeah so uh, huh. I might be uh, going to get a screw removed here before too long oh, that's uh fantastic I'm sure me and Kevin can help you out I'll fucking hold you down and huh. we'll just let do it yourself Kevin get after you with a screwdriver and this seems like a uh, not a well thought valley <laughs> knee surgery <laughs> not a well thought out plan no but you know when you tell him he's gonna tell you he'll pull it out for you I told him last night because there was a couple Did times. He say there, yeah, there was a couple times when we were training. Like he could kind of tell, like he'd kind of push on that knee. You know, not yeah. big dick, just you know, it just happens. You know, and you could see me moving away from it. You know, like I, I'm addressing that issue pretty quickly. I was like, yeah, I think the screw's coming out. Oh yeah. man, yeah. yeah, huh? Yeah, that yeah. sucks. But Morpheus was. Yeah, they picked. Up, he picked up on it. Morpheus picked, picked up on it. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a good, good. Uh, Good story. I guess kind of segue into into the into our life tips, tricks, and our, hacks. our subject for the day. Yeah, man. The exactly life hacks. How do we fit it all in, man? There's a ton of shit to get done, and only so many hours in the day. And a ton, a ton of little things you can do to kind of, I guess, hedge your bets to yeah. give you a little leg up. You know, it's funny. Cody Garbrandt was just on JRE. And this past or just a couple of days ago, and he was talking about that. You know, it's um, it's the little things that just give you a little edge up on the competition. You know, whether you're actually competing or not, but it's it's those things that accumulate. Yeah. That give you that slight edge. Yeah, it's you enough know? slight edges that you they get, add up to something big. Yeah. You know, each one by itself, you look at and you're like, man, you it know, doesn't. Yeah. That's not changing. It's the not whole moving thing. the needle. Yeah. But it's making those, uh, the choices to have enough of those things. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, So, so I, on that note, I say we just jump into the recovery side of it since we're okay. talking about it. Because we're yeah. talking about, I think Mor- Morpheus is one of those yeah. uh, hacks or tricks. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, for sure. Because you don't want to, you're, I mean, the whole idea is you can, it's training plus recovery equals results. And having an imbalance in that equation is where you end up with 
overuse injuries and getting burned out and just, you know, things not working well. Like if you're not seeing the results that you want to see, a lot of times it may be, uh, you're not, you're not recovering well enough as opposed to not training hard enough and and maybe not right but you need some sort of tool to be able to tell you where you're at with that and that's basically what hrv monitoring heart rate variability monitoring is and you know we've talked about it several times people can google hrv and find out the details about it but um yeah 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 i, I totally agree i think that uh oh somebody's trying to call me we got to fucking put this on do not disturb so you're gonna get denied, and then we're not disturbing my phone. Boom. Boom. Sorry about this. Very unprofessional of me. We uh, we're not necessarily known for being professional. Yeah. So yeah, man. So what? Uh, I guess we've kind of touched on a little bit. I mean, is there anything in particular like you? I mean, what? What? So what's your routine with it? Like, how do you? What do you do? So uh, I pretty much first thing in the morning. I, I here's where I. I get hung up on it. Like I think ideally to get your best recovery score, it's just my opinion, would be like before you even get out of bed. You yeah. roll over, grab the phone, put your Morpheus strap on, and do it right there. The problem I have with that is I don't sleep with my phone next to the bed. Yeah. Um, and so I do got to get up and move a little bit. And I, I think that's – I'm okay with that because I, I, that's a rule. Like I, the phone doesn't go in my bedroom. That's it. You know, I can I ask you, since getting into the tactical thing, my phone's moved back into the bedroom. Okay. I put it in my master bathroom and plug it in and charge it there. Okay. So, so technically it kind of does go into the bed, but it okay. goes into the bathroom, a counter, and charges right, in there. All right, all right. So anyways, but, but that, that's different. But I, I was, no, no. Yeah. That's a good question because, yeah, because you do want it. Like, you know, in case... You, you think somebody's breaking in. You need to call 911. Yeah, right you call 911. Right. right. Yeah. So, but if you have it plugged in on the living room, that presents a problem. Yeah, and you got to fucking clear half the house <laughs> to get to it. It's a that's problem. A, that's a problem. So, no, it's in the bathroom plugged in. Okay. The, the re, you know, and that, I mean, that kind of falls into the whole, like, maybe sleep, sleep hack yep. or whatever that your phone, dude, you should not be looking at your screen or your phone before you go to bed. Uh, I'm kind of digressing here. And you should... And it's a habit. I've I've fallen in this trap before. Like if your phone's next to your bed, especially on the mm-hmm. weekend, you roll over and grab it, and the next thing you know, you're just laying in bed for an hour, scrolling, watching this video, watching that video. Like it's a worthless fucking habit. Like, yeah. And so you got it's just like having sweets in the house. You don't have it. They like, know yourself. Put that phone over there. It's gonna benefit you in many many different ways. But anyways, so back to the my Morpheus routine. So. Yeah, man, I get up, walk out to the kitchen, grab my strap, put it on, get some hot water going for my coffee, and then uh, I sit down and, you know, check my recovery score right there. Just sit down, and I usually, you know, read, why I just fire it up and let it do its thing, and you know, it takes a couple minutes. You yeah. know, from, from the time it takes the app to load up, the actual test itself takes two and a half minutes. Yeah, it's about know, five minutes. Five minutes, and so you just, you sit there and don't do shit, just relax. No petting the dog, no fucking drinking coffee. That's what I do if I fuck yeah. that up. It's hard not to do. Because I sit on the ground and my dog comes and sees me. But yeah, uh, that's right. If I do it right away, they're still kind of sleeping too. So they don't really give a shit. So yeah, right away, just do it. My coffee's water's heating up and, and before I get into any other activity. Yeah. I think that's an important part of it. Yep. No, I agree. Same thing here. Just I, I uh, get up and pretty much first thing, go out yeah. and... I'll pet the dogs so if they're out there so they will leave me alone because yeah you gotta I mean, sometimes I feel bad you know one of them will come in from the outside and look at me 
And, you know, 99.9% .9 of the time, I'm going to fucking reach over and pet them. And that time there, I'm just going to look at them and just sit there. And they look at me like, okay, <laughs> I'll just keep going. But, uh, yeah, no, that couple minutes in the morning. And, I mean, on some level, that's not a bad just, like, getting up and spending a couple minutes being still before you start your day isn't a bad routine, even if you're not uh taking your hrv reading right so um yeah i think it's a valuable uh, valuable routine to to get into and do and and then yeah like you know you, you get a a snapshot of kind of where your recovery is at so you get some sort of idea like okay should i make any adjustments today and, and i guess that's really the thing it's like you may make some adjustments you're not making wholesale changes you know, like we were saying earlier, like that's the mistake people make is they're like, oh, you know, I'm red today, but it's a Saturday and I'm supposed to go train for three hours. So should I not go train or, you know, oh, this means I'm going to perform like shit today. And, you know, in the back of my mind, like I will say on red days, especially if they fall on a Saturday or something like that, like there are times when I'm like, dude, I feel like I am suffering a little bit here rolling. And then I'll be like, Oh yeah, okay. I was red, but it's never an excuse. No, it's not an excuse. It's just uh, makes you aware of it. Yeah, yeah. It's like okay, all right. Well, it, yeah, exactly. That's all it is. And then you just well, got to make sure you do a little more to recover, which uh, you know I think it would be good to touch on because that is the thing. You get the number now. What do you do with it? So it, you know, as far as recovery goes, like if you do need to recover more, if you see like your recovery score isn't doing well for a few days in a row, like what's some of your 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 ways to help um aid recovery one i really <clears throat> like the thumper massager yeah you know uh, that, that's the name brand i think yep. right? one of yeah. those plug-in massagers you know they have real expensive ones i mean even the thumper one i got it's like the professional mod it's a couple hundred dollar thing yeah but you can get the oh, so worth it dude you can get those hypervolts yeah uh, you know percussion percussion um massagers um same idea uh i like the thumper better yeah, and for the price point, you know they have the percussion massagers that are that you can hook to a jigsaw, right? Those are so loud, so fucking loud. So it's obnoxious. I, yeah. I bought the, I did that because it's cheaper, right? Oh yeah. So because you, you can get a, one of those Black and Decker, you know, saws for sixty bucks or whatever, and then you get the attachments for fifteen. You you're under a hundred dollars, and you're, you're in the door, and it gets the job done. But dude, you need got fucking hearing protection. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, yeah. You, you definitely <laughs> use it if the other members in your house sleeping or trying to watch TV. No, it's you're, so obnoxious. You're out in the garage hiding, like, yeah. and it's still loud as fuck, dude. Yeah. Like, so it's if you're trying to do your traps. You're just like, yeah, uh, yeah. It's, it's too loud to put yeah. it out by your ears. So yeah. I abandoned that quickly. I went that route. I got my saw out of it, but <laughs> uh, so yeah, I ended up spending more money. But yeah, the thumper's a good one, and then um. Salt baths, Epsom yeah. salt soaks, those are the jam, dude. Those, those make a big difference. Yeah, no, I agree, man. I do those. The the thumper use that religiously, and when I don't, I can tell. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, the the hot soaks, put some good old Epsom salt in there. But uh, yeah, those are two of my favorite recovery hacks as well. I guess if I feel like I need. And, to. The, and they're not difficult. You know, no. even, even if you don't want to massage <clears> or whatever. The Epsom, Epsom salt soak is cheap, and it's relaxing, dude. Yeah. You know, there's, you know you spend, you know, you got soaking there 15 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever you want to do, and then combo that with a cold shower right afterwards. Like, it, it helps immensely. Like, yeah. Speaking of Saturday is a hard training day, man. They usually train Friday night, 
And then Saturday, you train for three fucking hours. Like, you get home Saturday afternoon, you're smoked. Yeah. Dude, you're fucked up, man. Yeah. You, you really are. And uh, if you take uh, Epsom salt soak and then a cold shower afterwards and maybe a little nap, like, it, if you don't do if I it, personally, if I don't do that, I'm smashed. Yeah, the rest it, of the day is tough fucked. to deal with. The rest of the day, you're fucked. Yeah. You're just kind of in like... 50% mode, stumbling, zombie around, mode. Zombie mode yeah. stumbling around the house, yeah. trying to be productive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, yeah no, man, that's, I think, uh, too, though, um, I mean, you, you kind of touched on a little bit, like, just using, like, not falling victim to wasting your time. Like, that's one of the best hacks you can have, is, like, we all have time, right? And so, one, I will say, like, I don't think cutting out sleep, you know, I do think, unless you're one of the rare few, like you do need sleep. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, six to eight hours of sleep for most people is a huge part of, huge part. of recovering well and being productive and trying to cut out sleep to add to your waking hours, especially when during those waking hours, you're, you're spending time on your phone or you're, you know, watching TV or something like that. Like, and, and so like, and watching TV isn't, isn't necessarily bad. Right? Cause I know you do the same thing. Like, you're doing your thumper while you're watching TV, right? Or stretching, or doing your foam roller, and so you know you you spearheaded the couchless lifestyle, and you know like getting rid of your couch and just having that that space. So one, you're not sitting on the couch and getting comfortable, and then you know laying on your side with your head on the arm, and then it's like you know an hour and a half, two hours later, you just you know it's, you wasted. wasted that time. And it's like no, if you if you don't have that, and you're sitting on the floor. You know, it's better for you because one of the things that people, it, it's not that sitting is bad for you. It's, sta it's staying in any one position for a long period of time. And what's bad about sitting is that we've got these super comfortable chairs that allow us to want to stay in this position for a long period of time. And, and so, I mean, anyone who stood at a counter for hours can tell you like, dude, standing can start to hurt. And, you know, because you're, you're just in the same position for a long period. So when you're sitting on the floor... You naturally are changing positions. It's really tough to get so comfortable in one position. You don't want to move. And so you're moving around more. And then it's like it's easier to grab your foam roller, easier to start doing some stretching. And that right there is, and even if you don't get rid of your couch, like having those recovery tools in your living room right there where you can see them is will go a long way towards you being like sitting on the couch and looking over and be like, oh, yeah. Foam roller. I should be doing that right now and, and going and doing it. But like figuring out where you can cut out the junk and and then or how you can kind of make a little bit more productive time of, you know, of your leisure time like that. Like, man, you know, I like to watch TV, but I'm doing something during it. I, I'm, I'm very rarely just sitting there doing just that. But um, yeah, I mean, what's your... Yeah, it's, yeah we touched. I mean, there's a it built in these conversations there's so many little hacks you see that's why i wanted to talk about this because we take i think there's a lot of this we take for granted yeah and when you talk to somebody who's not tuned into themselves and you know doing physical activities even if they are if they're new to it a lot of these things we just take for granted we just blow through and blow by mm-hmm you know and, and you touched on like trimming the fat just getting rid of the wasted time i'm not saying you got to be like fucking super productive all the time <laughs> no. but your time is limited yeah it is and, and uh shorting your sleep so you get more done during the day that shouldn't be an option no you need a sleep is huge for recovery 
Yeah. And yeah, so like I operate good in you know, six, seven hours, and I know that. Um, there's times I go a little longer than that, but most of the time my body just doesn't let me sleep longer than that. Um, but yeah, you so you can't short. That's that's one you can't shortchange. Right. Because you're gonna have to pay that bill someplace. And uh, yeah, fuck, dude. Where do you go with that? My mind gets overwhelmed. You start yeah. Going, yeah, like trimming the fat, you know, stretching while you're watching TV. If you are going to sit down and relax, man, yeah, why did you earn it? <laughs> you know, did 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 you earn it? And you, there's no reason why you can't sit, you know, do a little hamstring stretch while you're sitting down, a little foam rolling or grab the thumper. The thumper, you can barely hear it. Yeah. So you can use that while you're watching TV, and it feels it feels good. Yeah, you know? man. Yeah. So if you are going to be like, oh yeah, I wanted to watch this YouTube video, you know, fire that up and. Stretch for a minute, and because a lot of people, you know, stretching is kind of falls into that recovery hack, you know, trick that a lot of people don't do. Yeah. But if you couple it with another activity, you're more likely to do it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, you're sitting there, so just make a little bit more productive mm-hmm. use of that time. I think mean, I think that right there is a huge one. I mean, it's it's funny, like you said, we take it for granted because. You know, I, I'll mention something like that to people and they'll be like, oh, yeah. And, and it's like, oh, yeah, I forgot. Like, until you think about it or it gets pointed out, you don't really notice those opportunities um, that are there. But, yeah, that's a that's a big one there. And, um, yeah, the stretching and just all the recovery shit. But I think one of the other things you're really good about doing this is, like, making a schedule. So, like, you know what you're going to do on what day. And you know when you're gonna do it, and and you you follow it, and like it is as silly as it sounds. Like I have to do that myself, uh, where I gotta go and just okay, Monday. What am I doing? You know, you just you start to like kind of like get away from your routine, and you know you're really good about you know every week you've got your routine from what you're doing working out to what you're gonna eat, and and you you schedule it and you take the time to do that, and I think that that is one of those things. It doesn't take a lot of time, especially as you get better at it, right? I'm, I'm gonna assume it probably doesn't take you an hour no, to do, no, no. but it's super valuable time that you spend because you think about these things ahead of time. And Yeah, when you first start doing that, like planning out your week ahead of time, like come the weekend, um, it, it seems a little overwhelming and ridiculous to sit down and make this you know, like to-do list or checklist for the week or plan your workouts out or your meals. But once you get better at it, as with anything, you, you get to the point where you really don't have to write it down. You know. I mean, some of the things are yeah. written, some of the things are written down so you don't forget or, you know, whatever the case may be. But, yeah, that gets more efficient. And, uh, yeah, you do it. Having a routine is so, so beneficial. It's just so much more productive use of your time. It's, you know, for somebody with a 9 to 5 or, you know, you got somebody that has to punch the clock like myself – that you should use that as an advantage to yourself, you know, because that has a built-in, you know, yeah. schedule, right? So you know you have to be to work at this time. So you just reverse engineer, it, right? You know, you got to work on these days. You got to be to work at this time. So it means you got to leave the house at this time. So that means if you want to, if you want to work out and walk your dogs and do this stuff in the morning, you you should be waking up at this time. Okay, if I need to wake up at this time, I need to be going to bed by this time. You know, yeah. So you just you you. Just, you back figure it. Schedule math. Schedule it. You, you, and at yeah. first it is a little um, overwhelming. I, I admit that, but I've been doing it for so long. It just, when I see people that don't do it, I can tell. Like, oh, like, you're not maximizing your life. I can. There's a lot of holes in your game. Yeah. Because you're not doing this. 
And I mean, someone like yourself that you're your own boss, you're not punching the clock. It takes even more discipline. Yeah. <laughs> because when, you know, when you're, we've used the term floaty, like your schedule is way more floaty. And I didn't even notice it because come the weekend, I only have, you know, a couple of days to where quote unquote, my schedule is floaty. It takes a little more discipline. Yeah. To stay on task and get shit done because you just kind of like, oh, la, 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 skip this, skip through the fucking day. <laughs> and, you know, and the next thing you know, it's 8 o'clock at night. I'm like, fuck, I didn't do anything, you know? Yeah. And so, yeah, that's, that's a little different set of uh, circumstances. Yeah, but it, we both face the same thing. Like, it doesn't yeah. matter whether you're... Because we are, like, on really, you know, not completely opposite ends of the spectrum, but... But pretty we're, far we're, apart. Yeah, we're definitely far apart. Like, you've got a pre-regimented schedule... You know, and, and mine is uh, not. I mean, the kids, like getting the kids to school and picking them up or whatever, like dealing with their schedule. Like that's the most regimented schedule that I have is their freaking schedule. Right. But I still face the same thing where it's like, yeah, you, you would think like I've got all this time during the day that I could do this stuff. I mean, that makes it even worse where it's like, man, if I don't sit down and plan it out, I can easily get to the end of the day and be like, Fuck, man. I didn't get... I accomplished it. Yeah, yeah. You know, I answered emails. You know what I mean? It's easy to, like, fill in busy work with, you know, when you're your own boss and you've got your own schedule. But being actually productive, whether it's working on yourself or, you know, the business, whatever it is, like, that's that's a different thing. And you have to uh, be conscious of it. you got to sit down and, and list out, like, what do I need to do? And, man, it could even be something like, you know fucking spend time with the family right like i mean yep. if you if you realize like man i am not what do you need to do man to, to live a a productive and fulfilled life and i think that doing jujitsu is definitely part of that right like, and and you know having your workout and having these things but so is having a life outside of these things and like having relationships and stuff and so you may find like man i'm i need to do this and so but at some point, you need to sit down and write down, okay, what do I need to do each week? Yeah, I need to do jujitsu. I'm going to do that three days a week. I'm going to do, you know, 15 minutes of stretching. Um, I'm going to do, you know, and, and, and list it out. Like, what do you need to do? Like, you know, when you get to the end of the day and you're laying your head on the pillow and you're in that, like, you know, the fucking dark, quiet place that we all have to deal with, man, where it's like, like, there's, you can't bullshit it, man. It knows, you know. If you did a good job or not, you, you or what that day with your life, whatever, man. And it's like, what do you need to do to make peace with that space, right? Like, don't ignore it. That's what a lot of people do is they just try to fucking ignore it. But it's like, no, no, no. Look at that, man. Like that, 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 that fucking shame that you feel for knowing that you didn't do what you could have done that day. Like, you need to take that. Okay, what do I need to do tomorrow to make sure I don't feel that, to, you know, the next night? And write those fucking things down. And then you're like, shit, that's a lot of stuff. And it's like, yeah, it's a lot of stuff, man. But what is the other option? Yeah, what is the other What's option? What's plan B? To, to be miserable? To not live? You know, what? what is plan B? You can't have... There is no plan B. Like, Aka trying to get in this fucking door right now. Is that Aka or Jax? That's both. <laughs> so, yeah, man. You give yourself, like, there is no plan B. I have to do this because otherwise, I'm, you know, there is... I don't want that. And then you have to figure out, like, where do I freaking, you know, cut out the fat? You're looking at it, you're like, man, I'm not going to have time to keep up on all my Netflix shows. Dude, we talk about it all the time. Like, where do people find the time? I'm constantly getting people going, oh, dude, have you seen this series? Have you seen this show? Did you watch this thing? And I'm like, where the fuck are you finding the time to watch three seasons worth of this show in like a week or two? You know, and you're not going to be able to do that. 
You're not gonna be able to do that and get all this other stuff in. I like maybe you can, but I, unlikely. Know, unlikely. If you have a job or kids, kids like oh, yeah, it's very unlikely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, you just you do, man. That list and scheduling it is it's a vital part to it because without that, you're just kind of floating. Yeah, taking guesses, and you end the day with like remembering, oh yeah, I didn't get this done, and it's like no. And then that affects your sleep. Yeah, you know, because then you're. You're, you're kind of you'll be hard on yourself like oh fuck I should have done this I should have done that and that's it dude 99% of the time dude, when it's time to go to bed and I do my nighttime routine and I lay down like dude I I knock out fast you know 10 minutes I, I don't know I've never really timed it but it but it's it's fucking fast yeah it, because when I lay when I know it's time to sleep and rest like okay it, it's time to sleep and rest yeah and my body knows it and I just I'm out it's because I did all those other things. Yeah. That allowed my mind to be like, all right, shut this thing off and look forward to the morning. Like, I look, I look forward to every morning. Like, I, when I go to, like, I, I'm excited to go to bed at night because I'm like, oh, yeah, I get to. Yeah, my morning routines are priceless to me, man. Like, I, I protect those almost over everything. You know, from drink, waking up, drinking the coffee, reading, working out, walking my dogs or whatever. Like, those, that is important. And so I look forward to that shit every morning. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. And the sooner I go to bed, the sooner I can get up and do that. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. Yeah, no. Like, having that morning routine, I think that's, you know, an important... That's kind uh, of a life... An uh, important hack. Hack sure. thing, yeah. It's... Like, saying you're going to get workouts done later in the day is easy. I mean, if you just wake up and get them done first thing, and it's done. And it's... Uh, it frees your mind up. Free, it frees that hard, hard drive space up. Yeah. To focus on other things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's something I got to get back to doing. I've gotten away from away from that. I don't know why exactly. It's easy to do, man. It is, man. Well, I sit there, I'll, I'll get my coffee and I'll sit there and I'll dude, I probably read for like half an hour to 45 minutes every morning. Just hanging out. And it's like, it's easy, man. I just sit there and I'm reading. So I'm not like doing it's nothing. It's enjoyable. Yeah, it's enjoyable. And then it's like, okay, well, now I got to take a shower. Now it's time to get Z to school. And then, it, you know, now I got to do this. And it's like, okay, I still got to work out. And, you know, I'm, I'm doing a, a good job of fitting it in. But it is something like getting up in the morning. There's something to that. Just getting up, doing it, getting it done. It just sets the rest of your day on a different trajectory. And uh, so, yeah. I mean, on that note right there, like, I set a timer. Because I do, I enjoy reading. And to sit down and read, like, you can, you can get sucked in. You're like, okay, one more chapter. You know, yeah. one more page, one more page. And next thing you know, 45 minutes goes by. No, I have to set a timer. Like, okay, I'm going to allow myself, you know, whatever it is, 10, 15, 30 minutes, whatever it is that day. Set the timer, and that's it. Timer goes off. Finish that page up. You're done. Yeah. And then you're on to the next fucking thing. Yeah. You know, and then when I get time to work out, set the goddamn timer. And now you're on the clock. So now there's not, you're fucking around in between sets. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, I had 40, oh shit, I kind of fucked up this morning. I only have 35 minutes to get this workout done. Yeah. Well, I guess my rest time in between sets is going to be a little less. And, yeah. And then, so you're on the clock there, you set that timer, boom, go. Yeah, gives you some focus. It gives you focused, focused effort. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, man, that's uh, that's an important one. Getting up and getting your day started with some sort of morning routine it sets you up for so much better of a day yeah yeah now i think you know reading that's something that both of us have have mentioned i think that filling your head with something um 
positive or interesting uh, is is important. It's one of the, again. It's these these we were talking about at the beginning. These um, oh, what the fuck were, were the the small edges or whatever? What is it? Yeah, the slight edge. Slight edges. Like fifteen minutes of reading in the morning. That's a slight edge. Like is is that by itself going to completely change your world overnight? No, 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 no. But you do it long enough, and 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 you do some of these other little things that we're talking about. Like that does start to add up and have a big impact and, you know, making a list and like listing out what you need to do and making a schedule, right? Like that is, that'll have an impact, but that's one of those, those, you know, slight edges that you can gain on people that don't do it. And then... On the surface, it doesn't seem like much. Yeah. It's, but it, it's little deposits in that piggy bank. Yeah. And it's putting a penny in that piggy bank, putting a nickel in that piggy bank. Yeah. And when you hear, at first it's nothing. Right. But just, it, it compounds interest, man. You just got to keep putting their little change in the piggy bank yeah i mean you, you know do the same thing like we we're saying it can get a little overwhelming with the scheduling so like putting a timer on yourself is i mean that's just another good hack in general too because mm-hmm. it'll it forces some focus on you and so if you're sitting down to make your schedule you're like okay man i'm gonna give myself you know 10 minutes to do this then and you set the timer like you're gonna be done in ten minutes. Whereas if you sit down and you're like, "Dude, this is overwhelming." And what if I do this? And what if I do that? And, and so, yeah, you gotta. I do that a lot, man. Like I have to just put a timer on myself because I'll find myself just fucking with something over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And you know that little perfectionist side of me is like, "Oh man, well, if I move this here and I move that there, it's like, dude, just go, <laughs> just go, just fucking fix something and go, man." So yeah, that's a that's a good one good one as well so yeah timer yeah i didn't even write that down again you take these things for granted um yeah you just you set that much time man yeah get this much time yeah i've had to start doing that with my dry fire because that was one that was just like yep. sucking up so much time i'd go out and like an hour later you know i'm just i'm doing all this different shit and it's like man i got 30 minutes i gotta set the timer in 30 minutes i'm done and yeah it forces me to to be more focused with with what I'm doing and uh but yeah it's easy man you you know like that's the thing I've been doing this for a while we're sitting here talking about trying to give other people advice and the reason I think that we're uh feel qualified to give this advice (laughs) is because we keep having to work at it man like we've had to teach ourselves this and we keep having to like it's not easy right no it's still you still fuck up yeah yeah. You can get and get lackadaisical in certain areas. So and then you just but reset it, man. You realize okay, Of course correct. Yep. Oh, get back on track here. Yeah. So yeah, for sure. But um yeah, what else what other areas? I mean we, we touched on a lot of them, you know, who we jumped all over the fucking thing. But uh you know sleep sleep's one, man, yeah. What, what sleep is so important, man. I said it and I'll say it again. Stop staring at screens before you go to bed. Yeah, and I I know that makes a huge difference because I've I've fixed that area of my life. I, I don't do it, but when I do fuck up sometimes, you know, on the weekend, like a Friday night or Saturday night, you know, if I'm watching a YouTube video or reading reading up reading up on Bitcoin or something, like I get sucked into these rabbit holes and I and I'm like thirsting for this knowledge. You know, so I'm watching this guy and then he points me to this article and like then I'm reading this article. Well, I'll allow myself, like, fuck it, I'm, I'm reading this before I go to bed, so I'll take it to bed with me and I'll read it. And then that affects my sleep. When you don't do it, yeah, my, my gla- eyeglasses I wear are blue light blocking glasses, you know, to even kind of hedge myself against mm-hmm. that, protect myself from that. 
um, it still affects your fucking sleep. Yeah. And I, you know, it's, I get frustrated with Dawn because Dawn brought it up. She says, how do you fall asleep so fast? And I was like, we, I was like man, I'll be honest with you. Like, you need to stop staring at that goddamn screen before you go to bed. You know, most of the time, you know, sometimes I watch to have that TV on at night. You know, most of the time it's for background noise. But, dude, a lot of times, dude, there's, there'll be weeks to where my TV doesn't get turned on until Sunday or Saturday, if that. I mean, I just listen to podcasts or audiobooks or something. And, they, dude, it, and then when you do do it, you go back to watching that screen before you go to bed at night. It fucks your sleep up, man. Yeah. And, and I I know it sounds ridiculous, and people say, oh, it doesn't really affect me. It does. No, it does. It fucking does, yeah. man. And I, I can harp on that until I'm blue in the face. And yeah. If I, your sleep isn't great, you need to fix that shit. Yeah. Yeah. No, it definitely. Uh, I think the this is my own completely unprofessional opinion, which is what we're very good at giving on this show. Um, I think the blue light blocking stuff, it, it, it gets overplayed. Like, it's important, right? I'm not right. saying it doesn't affect anything. But I think kind of what you were touching on though is it's more it's the stimulation. Mm-hmm. Like you can be blocking all the blue lights you want, but if you're Engaged being stimulated, mentally, yeah, yeah, before you're going to bed, like it's gonna be tougher. It's gonna affect your sleep. Yep, and, I, I I agree because there's certain types of books I can read in the morning and certain types of books I'll read at night. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. At, at night before you go to bed, like fiction, entertain, yeah. entertaining, some, something just kind of unplug. Yep. I, I think that's the move because if you're trying to digest like the cave and the light before you go to bed, at right? Night, <laughs> yeah, or, or something that might be a little politically charged right, and like, it can get you like, yeah, yeah, dude, don't yeah. Read, don't read that before you go to bed. Yes, I yes, no, I totally agree. It's funny you say that because I I've got my my bedtime reading list and then like my morning list and sometimes they're the same when it's you know the book is is good that way but yeah oftentimes they're they're separate different stimulus yeah but that that's what it is it's not it's because I see everywhere now, man. We were just at the mall yesterday, and you know Ray-Ban's got their blue light blocking glasses and stuff. And so I think people can take that the wrong way, where they're like, "Well, if I wear my blue light blocking glasses, I don't really have to change my lifestyle at all because the blue light is the bad part, and I'm blocking that." And it's like, nah, that's you know, that's a good point. It's yeah. helpful to hedge your bet that way, but it's really that stimulation. Mm-hmm. And so you're trying to, um, or at least have some routine like you know 10 minutes of you know meditation or whatever to help offset that before you go to bed can be uh helpful yeah and yeah on that same note the dim lights around the house yeah i mean i had a lot of smart switches and smart light bulbs throughout my house and i have it programmed in through the app that at sunset all those lights dim down to 50 percent it just it happens automatically you know, now if I'm at, you know, this time of year, sunset's pretty early, you know, mm-hmm. so it's six o'clock at night and the, sometimes the light dims, I'm in the kitchen doing shit and the light dims down to 50%. <laughs> Thank God, motherfucker. So then I'll turn it back up, you yeah. know, for a little bit while I'm in there cooking or something. Um, but man, they, they, that makes a big difference too. Yeah. You, know, you don't have all these lights on full tilt right up until you go to bed. Yeah. And then just shut them off and go to bed. And like, that's a big difference too, man. They. Get those, I like those Himalayan uh, rock lamps, mm-hmm. salt rock lamps. They, they provide a nice little dim light. Um, you know, have those throughout the house or if you have red light bulbs or something or just dimmer switches or dimmer light bulbs. Um, it's, it's a pretty cheap investment. You can get those Philips smart um, light bulbs yeah. that allow you to dim them really easy. You can do it from your phone so you have no excuse. You can set up those routines 
and that that makes a big difference too. Yeah, no, I, I remember when I was when I got into that. We went you guys went full candles. candle route, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, we had to pull back from that extreme. But for a while there, yeah, we were rocking the candles at night when it got dark. And but it does. It, all these things do make uh, a difference. And sleep is one of those things that people. It's it's it has to be like a foundational part of your plan, because without good sleep like everything else you're trying to do is going to be harder like it's going to be harder to recover it's going to be harder to perform it's going to be harder to stay mentally you know uh sharp yeah and... discipline's harder when you're tired yeah i'll attest to that 100 percent. i'm man. a pretty disciplined person i can stay on track but when i get tired yeah that discipline's tough yes well, you know from the proper food choices just the proper all your choices when you're tired it's like your defenses drop yeah so your body just wants to get some fucking rest man yeah yeah it's so yeah but that making sure and, and there are things like sleep having a sleep routine what sleep hygiene i think is yep. the, the the term so like you know blackout curtains making sure you don't have lights in your room even temperature yeah, nice cool temperatures good it's, so there's a whole art and science to uh, creating a good sleeping environment and a good sleeping routine but man, that is time and energy that is well worth it. Yeah. Like again, another one of those. I wouldn't even call that a fucking slight edge. Like I call that a fucking major edge. Mm-hmm. But again, these are the things that people don't do because it takes a little bit of time, energy, and effort. But you know, it's it's worth it. And if you don't know it, right? Like if you don't, it's hard when you're standing on the other side of the of the fucking canyon and people are telling you like, hey man, you need to jump over here. And it's like that's fucking. That's a hard jump, man. It's like, no, no, it's really good over here. And you're like, I don't know. It seems pretty good over here too. So it can be hard, but we're telling you from the other side of it, man, it's, it's worth it. It's one of those areas that will will pay off uh, for you in a lot of different areas because I think just like so many people are, they're just like, they're just like being zombies, man. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why they're drinking fucking coffee all day long, energy drinks, all the stuff to try and stay stimulated and awake. But man, it's a cheap way of engaging with reality. Like, you know, you're not really fully mentally there and able to 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 deal with things like you want to. Cause, I mean, if you're tired and you're hopped up on caffeine, like man, it's harder to 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 not lose your temper and, yep. and keep just a good outlook on things. You're just a little bit more on edge. And, and you tend to focus on the negative shit. Yeah. And and you get riled up faster and not make clear decisions and Yeah. 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 And then that compounds. Yep. yep. Yeah. So yeah, being sleep is a foundational part. Yep. Um so, I, Oh, I was gonna say the next one I would say is super important. It takes some effort up front, but once you get used to it, you know, your nutrition. Yes, is, yeah, I was gonna ask, man, because you this yeah. is one of your areas where I definitely I, I, I can I can speak for hours on this. And so I try to I really try to think about man, the biggest rocks that people can do obviously you know staying away from processed foods and you know minimizing your sugar and shit like that but so the really big i thought about this quite a bit because i wanted to distill it down into you know a 10 minute segment is um there's not one way to eat that works for everybody except for those big things you know don't overeat minimize processed foods but apart from that you have to find what works for you and most people are so disconnected from how food makes them feel. And, and so to 
back that up and figure out how you're reacting to certain foods, man, I think it's not easy, man, but I think it's super valuable to do an elimination diet for a short period of time and then introduce things to see how you react. Because dude, I, I strongly believe there's so many different problem, health problems, you know, psychological problems that can be fixed through food. And until you eliminate it, whatever that elimination diet looks like for you, I mean, again, that could be a huge conversation. It could be like the carnivore, just eating all meat and then reintroduce things. Or it could be all vegetables. It could just be, you could go fast for, you know, 48 hours, 72 hours, and then, okay, eat a little bit of rice. How does that make you feel? There's a lot of different ways you can do it and you can do your own research. But man, that is so valuable because a lot of people don't realize, you know, I, that's one of the biggest benefits. I've been on this carnivore diet now for a month or so, and I'm pissed I haven't done this up until now, man. I feel great, and then I've introduced certain things. And, like, you know, as far as even um, one example is, like, fermented foods. Like, I was drinking a lot of kombucha. I mm-hmm. like to eat kimchi and pickles and shit. Well, I realized that those things were kind of fucking me up. When I took them out of my diet and all I've been eating is meat and I go back and introduce those things, I don't have good reactions, man. Mm. And I had so many of them in my system all the time, I just I wasn't realizing it. But once I put them back in, not great. Not great at all. And, man, that's huge for me to figure that out. You know, as balls deep I, as, I, I, as I have been in nutrition for so long, and I'm still learning these things. So, man, that's huge. Like, elimination diet, figure out what's working for you, and then slowly... Because you don't have to be that hardcore forever. Yeah. But there is, if you take the time, do an elimination diet for a couple weeks, track it, and then is where people will fuck up is they'll introduce foods and they just go ham and start introducing everything, and they don't pay attention to how they feel. No. You, you, you got to introduce one little thing and wait and really pay attention to how you feel. And like, okay, I did no, no adverse effects. I, my body seems to do okay with that. And then, okay, and do something else. You know, whatever it is. And you will, man, you'll do so much good for yourself. And yeah. It, it's, it's not easy. Um, and then another thing is meal prep. Don't have unplanned bouts of hunger. Because that's where you make fucked up choices. So meal prep. For the week, on the weekend, you know, if you're somebody in my case to where you got a pretty regimented schedule during the week, you go to work at this time, home around this time, blah, blah, blah. So you can pack your lunches, you can have your dinners made up, whether you cook them up and are reheating them, or if you're just, you know, marinating stuff, putting it in there ready to, so when you get home, you can just throw it in the oven or whatever, slow cookers, Instapots. Yeah. Meal prep, man. Like, spend the time on the weekend fucking meal prep. Yeah. That those things right there, though if you can focus on those two things, it'll do you wonders. Hell yeah, man. Not easy. No. Well, I'll tell you, I'll give you the 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 James version of those hacks because the Rob version is the best, but Rob is is an an extreme uh adherent to the nutritional stuff, which I love about you, man, because that's why I say like I, I I honestly defer to you with a lot of the nutrition stuff because, dude, you you have like gone down this rabbit hole, but it's not normal, right? So it's uh, but you do need uh, the elimination diet's the 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 best thing, but man, I think what at the core of that is like listening to how your body responds to foods. Mm-hmm. So even if you don't, you're like, man, Rob, I can't do an elimination diet. It's like, man, start paying attention to how. Certain foods make you feel. It's very you can do that. You don't have to. And then if you if you feel like man, you know when I eat a certain food, 
I don't really feel good afterwards or whatever it is. Okay, well, how about you eliminate that for a little bit and see how that makes you feel and then reintroduce that back in and see. And so there's there's a couple different you know ways you can use, but the elimination, the, the mindset of paying attention to how food makes you feel and then being willing to eliminate foods once you start to identify things that, you know, hey, I don't really feel great after I eat this uh, is... That is, that's super important. You're like, you're, you're going to, otherwise, man, like, what do you, it's, it, it is, it's interesting. Like you, you mentioned, man, like people are so out of touch with how foods make them feel and like precision nutrition, which is one of the biggest, you know, nutrition coaching companies in the world. Uh, when you do their, um, you know, year long coaching program, man, week one or two, like one of the very, very, very first things they have you do is just sit there and like put your fork down while you're chewing each bite and just chew your food and, and, and experience that and then eat it and then start to pay attention to when do I feel full? Mm-hmm. Like so many people just don't even pay attention to that. And that's why they, they're, they're overweight. Like if you would just pay attention to, oh man, I, I ate too much. Like I don't feel good. Uh, rather than going and running fucking grabbing Pepto-Bismol or whatever, Rolaids or whatever, and like that right there, man, listening to your body, like how foods make you feel. And then, you know, with the food prep thing, like, yeah, hundred percent, man. Like I think at the heart of that is don't eat out. Oh God. Yeah. That to me, that's not even a question. Yeah. You notice I didn't even bring that up. Right. Like, dude, I, yes. But don't what, eat out. at the heart of what you're doing is you are eating out is not an option. It's that's not, not a, a plan B. That's not a fucking option. You, like, you can't allow yourself to have that as a plan B. So you have to do whatever you got to do. To figure out how to not eat out, yeah. and and for you in your case, like you know, yeah, the meal prep, you know, and and so people that may be a little bit different for each person, but you're gonna have to do some work to do that, yeah, or, or else like you just if you're super rich, I guess you can call one of those meal prep companies that fucking you know just send, but you're gonna have to do something, you're gonna have to make some sort of effort, uh, whether it's finding someone to cook the food for you or whether you're cooking it yourself. But you cannot eat out, and I don't know. It, it, it's, it can be healthy. It, it makes everything so much harder. Mm-hmm. Uh, from just all the things that we're talking about, trying to be productive, and and you know your mental state, all of these things get affected by what you eat. And you know, on that, I want to bring up a lot of people don't connect um, at certain things caused by food. Like, you know, for example, let's say. You, know, you get the older guys like us that are, you know, engaged in all these physical activities. You get these little, you know, sometimes a joint will hurt your elbow or your knee or whatever the case may be. There's a lot, and that, unless there was an acute trauma to it, man, if you, if say your knee swells up, well, if you reverse engineer it back up, okay, what did I eat that was different? And some, I do that sometimes. Even for example, I was talking about talking about that screw in my knee, so yeah. it all swelled up. Cause I had fucked up and it took me, I, I didn't realize it for a day or two. So I've been eating on this carnivore diet. I still got a sweet tooth, man. I love sweets, homemade baked goods and shit. Like, yeah. just, you know, I'd have it. It's a sweet tooth, whatever. Uh, I found these quote unquote healthy pop tarts, like these keto pop tarts or whatever the fuck they were. And I was like, Oh, this will be a good, you know, if I am craving something, I can eat this. Um, but I connected that man. Like it would. And when I back figured it, when I had one or two of those, it was right prior to my fucking knee swelling up. I, I got those out of there. 
Guess what? It hasn't, and it hasn't swelled up since then. You know, because a lot of different foods will cause inflammations in your system. Yeah. And if you have a trouble area in your system, it's going to inflame that even worse. And you don't know. And I think it was one of the bullshit sweeteners in there, like the erythritol. You know, you get these quote-unquote healthy sweeteners in yeah. there. And my body did not like it. I hadn't had anything like that. And I put that in there, boom, it swells up. Yeah, and then people don't connect those kind of things. You know, being you're getting a brain fog and be getting that afternoon crash. You know, people just accept it. Oh yeah, you know, come two or three o'clock in the afternoon, I kind of hit a wall. That's not supposed to happen. Back up. What did you eat that caused that? And that's what I think a lot of people fuck up. They don't realize. They don't connect those dots. Yeah, they're not paying attention to how these. They they think when you say, "Hey, pay attention to how foods make you feel," they just connect it to your gut. Yeah. Like, oh, do I feel full? Does it get, am I farting? Am I burping? Do I have the shits? But that's the extent of it. They, they, yeah. they, they don't associate other things. Brain fog, mo- moodiness, joint pain or stiffness. Um, that's very, uh, you know, they don't associate those things with, you know, nutrition affecting those things, but it does. No, yeah, it does. It, it, it really does. Yeah. Yeah, these, these foundational things, man, like sleep, nutrition, um, you know, like these things, you know, the recovery, which is, is, you know, kind of encompassing all of these things. Like you'll notice, man, like we've, that, this is what we've been spending the vast majority of our time talking about mm-hmm. are these elements because these got to be like the, the foundational bedrock of everything else you're doing. But then you look at how most people are approaching what they're doing and it's like, they're so hyper-focused on, you know, this workout. Which way, or, how should I train? How should I train? Or how, yeah, you know, what cardio program do I need to do? And it's like, how much sleep are you getting? What's your mm-hmm. nutrition look like, man? You know, what's your HRV? Like, you know, are you doing things to, to you know, like, you know, we've touched on meditation, man. You know, we've both gotten into the breathing uh, thing. I, and I think that that's another one of those, those things that really can pay big dividends for people is, you know, spending some time, uh, working on your mindset and, and how you, you know, deal with things mentally and just having a better outlook on things is, uh, is cause that affects your health. Mm-hmm. You know, it affects how you recover from things. And like, if you're just mentally stressed out, if you're one of these people who just gets like, you know, super irritated at everyone and you're constantly angry and like, I'm one of these people, man, I know, I know. And so you got to work on it because otherwise like it, your body can only recover from so much stress. And so if you're making up your own stress in your head, you're not helping yourself. No. You're not helping you're yourself. You're just digging that hole. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So sleep, mindset, you know, nutrition, like these are the things that you got to you got to get in, but these are the things that people usually are like, "Oh man, I don't have time for this and I can't fit this in." But it's like, "No, you can. There's ways to do it." You know, there's there's little little hacks and things, but a lot of it's like, you know, not having a plan B. Like, what's the other option? There's no other option. Yeah, 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 man. Like being tired and feeling like shit and being angry all the time. Like, I mean, it, it sounds I guess, like I guess. kind of where society's heading, mm-hmm. right? And, and is it a coincidence that we don't prioritize these things? You've got people out there that are fucking, you know, they don't have to get enough sleep. They're eating like shit. They're, they have no way of mentally dealing with the, the problems and stresses that come their way other than just getting angry at stuff. And man, it's not healthy. Mm-mm. It's not healthy. So, and it helps keep your your energies towards jujitsu. So, so we call. We didn't touch on everything. No. I said we call it a wrap. Yeah, so man. Get now. out of here and make it to training time. 
Sounds like a It'll plan. give us some more tips and tricks for training and all that yeah. shit. Because we didn't even talk about you know strength and conditioning or jujitsu. Jujitsu, you know any of those mean? things, yeah. And there's definitely things you can do to hedge your bets in there. Yeah. But I will end it okay. with probably the most important <laughs> life hack okay. that everybody's sleeping on. That if you're not doing this, you're just seriously fucking up. Is you got to get yourself a bidet. Oh my god! <laughs> if you're not doing this, you're a fucking Neanderthal. Okay, I'll just let me explain it to you this way: If you're out in your backyard and you're barefoot and you step in a pile of your dog's poop, what is going to be the best way to clean that off? Are you just going to grab a paper towel with no water and just wipe it off and call it good? Is that really what you're going to do? You may do that at first, but then you're going to take your foot into this in the bathtub and you're going to wash it. You're going to get it nice and clean. Just saying. All right. That is probably the most important one. It's Quit being a fucking Neanderthal. Get yourself a bidet. Rob's secret life hack. <laughs> secret life hack. If you fix that, everything else will course correct. You can, you can tease it on the podcast description. That they got to listen to the end to get Rob's number one, number secret, one secret life hack. She's get a bidet and stop being a Neanderthal. Stop being a Neanderthal. Motherfucker. So, <laughs> all right. All right. We'll leave right, it at that. Yeah. Starts today, you fucking maggot motherfucker. <laughs> stop blaming everything on everybody and fucking American society and the fucking iPhone. Fuck you and the fucking iPhone. Fuck you and fucking Facebook. Fuck you and social media. It's all about you, you dumb motherfucker. Get up, grab your balls, hug your wife, kiss the kids. Pick up the fucking dog. Stop it. Stop it. It's not all Obama's fault. You don't want Ebola? Take your vitamin C, you dumb motherfucker. You don't want ISIS to fuck with you? Stay in New Jersey. But stop your fucking crying. You're a fucking American, you fucking douchebag. Start acting like it. That's it. You're a fucking American. Motherfucker. <laughs>